Hey y'all, Mark Olson here. Since October 7th, I've had to do a deep dive again into the history of the Middle East and all of the, the back and forth between Israel and its neighbors. Today, I decided to just try to narrow it down to something very clear. And it's really helped me, and maybe it'll help you. So what I did was I identified the five major times, and again, this is just the broadest possible definition, but the, the five major times that Israel offered peace and agreed to the two-state solution and got kicked in the teeth for its troubles. So let's go back to 1937. These are the days of what's known as the British Mandate. For a little bit of a recap, um, for most of the 19th century, all of the Middle East belonged to the Ottoman Empire. But early in the 20th, they sided with Germany in World War I and therefore lost. And then the international community um, got to decide what, what to do with all this. In the past, um, in the, the imperial past, you know, various empires like the British Empire would have just carved up the possessions of, of a losing enemy. But now there was a little bit of, you know, independence in the air. And so they had a conference uh, in which they talked about allowing some of these former possessions of the Ottoman Empire to uh, become mandates, which meant to become basically new independent states in waiting, soon to be ratified. One of those was a mandate for Palestine, and therefore it became known as Mandatory Palestine. Now, the boundaries of Mandatory Palestine were interesting. They started out as including, for a Jewish homeland, all of what is now considered Jordan, but that soon got lopped, lopped away. So in 1937, during these days, there was an Arab rebellion, one of many, and the British uh, formed a body, convened a group to try to figure out uh, what had happened and what they should do about it. It was known as the Peel Commission, and its conclusion was something you and I would probably consider a no-brainer, and that is two different peoples wanted the same land. You might say two dogs, one bone. What is the solution? We must create two independent states. The first two-state solution. It was literally the first time this, this concept emerged on a global level. But the suggested split on the map was 80% to the Arabs, and yet the Jews accepted it. The Arabs rejected it and went back to their violent rebellion. Rejection number one. Flash forward to 1947. World War II has happened and the Holocaust. Now, instead of the League of Nations, we have the, Uni the United Nations, and they inherit all of these issues, and they vote for a resolution recommending a partition into two states. Jerusalem would be governed by the international community. The Jewish people would have slivers um, of, of land in between. Now, at the time, there was low-level conflict with Arabs attacking Jews, Jews trying to defend themselves, everyone kind of posturing themselves for, for what came next. The Jews, again, even though it was a terrible deal, uh, after the Holocaust, they just wanted a homeland, and so they accepted the partition. But the Arabs rejected it, and so it was never, it, nothing was ever ratified. Instead, the Arabs, of course, launched an all-out war to exterminate them. Rejection number two. In 1967, the Arab neighbors again tried to destroy the Jewish state, 
And I'm not going to go into the full history of this amazing, uh, you know, conflict known as the Six-Day War, but it was a stunning victory for Israel. They took Jerusalem, the West Bank, and the Gaza Strip. In fact, they, they even captured the Sinai. The government, though, of Israel split over what to do with all this territory that they had won. Once again, um, Israel was not interested in conquest and not in occupation. So, for instance, Moshe Dayan, the, the great general whose team retook the Temple Mount for the very first time, promptly gave it back to the Palestinian Authority four days later with some guarantees that Jews would always have free access to the Temple Mount. And we know, that, of course, that that, that was a, is a joke today and was a joke back then. But the rest of the Israeli government split over what to do as well. One half wanted to return it to Jordan and then Gaza to Egypt in exchange for peace. The other faction in the Israeli government wanted to give it to the Arabs in the hopes that they would build their own state. Three months later, the Arab League met and they issued a famous proclamation called the Three No's. No peace with Israel, no recognition of Israel's right to exist, and no negotiation. Rejection number three. We'll flash forward to 2000. Now we have um, a, an Israeli prime minister named Ehud Barak, and he's actually been called um, to Camp David with uh, Bill Clinton to negotiate with Yasser Arafat, the arch-terrorist and the founder of the PLO. Barak offered an independent Palestinian state. He offered all of Gaza and 97% of the West Bank. And Arafat said no to every single item in the entire proposal. He went home and started a bloody campaign of suicide bombings that killed and maimed thousands of Israelis. Rejection number four. We'll flash forward to 2008. And now we have a new Palestinian leader named Mahmoud Abbas. And he's negotiating with um, a prime minister named Omert who included even more land to sweeten the deal. And yet, Abbas turned it all down, went home, and, and started a wave of violence that was uh, so horrible that Israel actually had to go into Gaza that time. Rejection number five. Now, in between the last two, we have some other issues as well, and that is that Israel abandoned Gaza completely. So they gave it up to them, they actually kicked out their own settlers who had been on the land, and they said, here, you can have it. Please go, leave us alone, and create your own Palestinian state. But instead of doing that and looking after the welfare of their citizens, Hamas, which was elected the, the governing body of Gaza, turned it into a terrorist camp, took hundreds of billions of dollars of international aid, and instead of doing positive things, turned it into a terrorist camp to launch countless rocket and terror attacks, culminating, of course, in what happened on October 7th. So what's the takeaway from this? Israel has accepted every peace deal it was ever offered. The Palestinian Arabs have rejected every peace deal they were ever offered, and they have responded every time with unprovoked violence. I hope this helps you know and defend the truth about Israel. Shalom.